Good evening, good afternoon, good morning and good night. We have started our walk a lot later today than normal, for reasons we will get to. So the date is, uh, one second, 11th of May, the time now is... It's a month for your birthday. 19.48, so it's basically 10 to 8 and we're going for our walk now. Yeah, fuck Yeah. Let's with you. Check so Laura just realized that it's 10 to 8 at night and, we, and we've just started our walk. So um, as I said, for reasons that are to be mentioned, we shall mention them now. <laughs> and that person almost came short on their scooter down there in front of us, which is why she's laughing. No, I'm laughing at you. Uh, okay, so rewind, just starting again. So Laura mentioned it's a month till my birthday. I didn't even realize it. One month to my birthday. Hmm. Cool. Okay, moving along swiftly. So, um, again, the reason for us being so late today, or being out so late today, it's been raining on and off for most of the day. We've had a bit of hail, we've had wind, we've had sunshine, we've had more rain, a bit of weird stuff. So we're sort of supposed to be heading into summer now. We're still in jackets and whatnot, so it's still cool. But uh, hey, that's all in our stride. So uh, on the business front, Laura's been busy, busy, busy. She's um, been preparing. Bring the <laughs> She's been very busy in preparation for her presentation tomorrow at the what summit? The World Fleet Summit. Global Fleet Conference. Global Fleet Conference, and uh, Laura will be uh, hosting a breakout room in which she will be discussing the topic of global fleet data and what technology can do for you oh so looking forward to that the information is like woo. so please if you're not busy tomorrow 2 p.m uk time log on enjoy the breakout room and the wealth of knowledge that she's going to be providing i'm sure it'll be interesting listening i've only heard it 20 times <laughs> But every time, it's slightly different and slightly more interesting. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> it is. It's not. So, oh, here comes the rain. <laughs> Pulling the covers over. So, um, now we're walking in the rain. You said it was good. It is good. So, just to, just to mention, the first time she did it, she'd written notes out on her PowerPoint and she basically read the presentation and it wasn't so good. So she does best when she wings it and speaks from the heart, which is what she's been doing. Obviously, making sure that all information that she needs to bring across is, is brought across and, <coughs> and, uh, <laughs> and given. So yeah, look, I mean, she, as I said, she knows the stuff. She's nervous as hell because there's going to be thousands of people listening uh, from all over the world and they are all in the industry. So... It's not layman, but um, she's got a lot to offer and uh, I think she'll do awesome well. So she's practiced the presentation about a million times. Uh, and yeah, everybody that's heard it, from colleagues to friends to family members, has told her that it's awesome and it is. So congratulations and we're looking forward to it tomorrow. Okay, thank okay. you. Alright. So, next bit of news, why are we walking out so late? So I had a, I had a doctor's appointment. Uh, had a bit of an eye irritation 
Last week at Wednesday it started. I woke up with a scratchy eyeball. I was red. And it was a little little painful when I moved my eye. So I thought, okay, well, I'll see what happens. A day later it wasn't getting any better. Uh, so Laura's like, nah, go to the pharmacy. All right, so I went to the pharmacy. Now generally you go to the pharmacy, they, they're pretty good to quick to help. But they said, okay, so there's pain associated. They're not allowed to prescribe anything. I have to go see either a GP or an optometrist. So a day later, we're walking in the mall. We walk past the one optometrist there. And I said, okay, what the hell? Let me go and make an appointment. So anyhow, made an appointment for the Saturday. <clears throat> Went in on Saturday morning. What was Saturday morning, was it? Friday afternoon. Friday, no. Was Friday afternoon? You went for you got the appointment for Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah. Now the appointment was on Saturday morning. I had such a migraine. I was sleeping in the car. Yes. So anyway, I went on Saturday morning. Had my eye test done. I haven't had one in a while. So I thought, well, let's just go for it. I was already feeling a lot better because it was like three or four days later. Um, but it was still red. So I thought, let me check in any case. So they did my eye test and. I'm thankful that I still got my 2020 vision in terms of there, nothing wrong with my eyesight. But you couldn't see what was wrong with the eye except for possibly an inverted eyelash uh, that was causing irritation. So an eyelash that was growing on the inside of my lid instead of on the outside of my lid. Okay. So anyway, being coronavirus time and all of that, she doesn't have the sterile equipment in the room to remove my eyelash, so she had to do a referral to the hospital. And uh, normally a referral like that can take six to eight months. She said she'll put a rush on it as an urgent, urgent procedure. So anyway, she said the hospital would phone me at, on Monday to make an appointment, which they duly did. So hey, the system works. Anyway, so uh, my appointment for the hospital was for today, and today's Tuesday, so they called me yesterday, said, we can see you tomorrow, pick your slot, so my slot I chose was quarter past six in the evening, cool, so, oh yes, I'm not allowed to drive there in case they put something in my eyes, so I needed a lift, Laura gave me a lift, she waited in the car, because obviously any patients allowed in the hospital, I go in there, and uh, now a nurse comes, and she says, okay, I just got to do a prep for the doctor, Gives me a thing to cover my eye and does another bloody eye test, which I passed, obviously. Okay, cool. Wait for the doctor. Comes in. My eyes is fine, by the way, at this stage because the redness has gone away, the scratching has gone away. So I honestly don't think the eyelash had anything to do with it. But anywho, got the appointment. We'll be there. We'll do what they say. So I've got this doctor, and he's like, okay, well. He looked in the eyes and he says, the eyelashes on both eyes are exactly the same. He doesn't really see or understand, but hey, while we're there, we'll just pull an eyelash. Why not? So I get some anesthetic drops in my eyes, but he doesn't wait for the shit to start working. It's like, okay, stick a tweezer in my eyeball. Can you feel that, he asks. I like, yeah. So he pulls what felt like three or four eyelashes out or it actually felt like he was missing the whole time and he couldn't get it but according to him he'd pulled them out and uh, on the other on the other eye as well 
and then I've got antibiotic cream that I have to now put in for four or five days, three or four times a day, all for flipping eyelash removal. Anyway, long story short, a waste of bloody time, and now I'm now my eyes are bald. <laughs> Like a bald eagle. <laughs> I'm a bald eagle. My bald balls are bald. <laughs> you so. got bald balls. <laughs> Eyeballs, that is. So, manscaping will be another episode, I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, I don't have much uh, much trust or much faith in the, in the medical staff here, to be honest. I'm, I'm aiming to live as healthy as possible so that I can avoid having to go see any type of doctors or hospitals and stuff so that's my that's my aim in life right now oh my head <clears throat> so what did we end off with last time we did, did I think I mentioned A&E with Ethan or not yeah you did okay we've covered the whole hospital story with Ethan and his <laughs> wrist I'm sure I know we covered the car alarm that keeps going off and you gave the doctor a bit of a heart attack yeah, no, look, the, the car alarm story is still an issue. And it's another two weeks before we've got our appointment with the uh, manufacturer with the OEM. But now now we're going to social, right? We're going to, we're going to social media the shit out of this. Yeah, so um, I found, uh, I got an email today from MG. And they said, like, yeah, contact us or follow us on our social page. So I think I might just take them up on that and, and do that follow on the social and see what I, what havoc I can wreak there. So apart from that, obviously we've been filling up or, or charging the car. I mean, we had it for just over a week now. I think we've charged it four times. And really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. And uh, we can't seem to get a full charge either. Every time we try and charge it full, it gets to about three quarters and the machine cuts out. So we'll still have to find out what that's about. Alright, what else is there? Um, so we met oh. another South African couple. Yeah. We were going to chat around that, was meeting Helga and Scott. Okay, so um, at school, or at Gabby's school, uh, MK Academy, she, uh, she came across a, a year seven kid who's the same age as Kian, uh, having a bit of a hard time at the school. <coughs> they also, you know, he arrived in the country November, November, November yeah. last year. Um, the school that he got into is a little bit rough. Um, and year sevens are in high school. He's only 11, still turning, I mean, he's only turning 12 in, at the end of June. So I think a little bit intimidating for kids, especially coming in from a different country and into a rough school like that. So long story short, he's having a bit of a hard time. My sister managed to, or... She, she was asked to speak to him at the school and uh, he was also, as I said, from, from South Africa, from Randburg. Um, and she thought having, having contact with another South African kid, similar age, would be great. So yeah, she put me in contact with the mother and I arranged that, that the boys could meet. So on Sunday, we made a time, we set a time and we met in the park in the outdoors. And we got to meet another South African couple, Scott and Holger, as Laura has mentioned. So the boys went off and did their thing, and, and we literally sat and chatted on a park bench for about two hours, which was good. And um, 
realized that the community here, the, the South African community in Milton Keynes is actually quite tight-knit and small. Yeah. Well, well there's, a lot of us. It's, there's quite a few of them, but what I'm saying is a small world. Because everybody knows everybody via somebody. So uh, hopefully in the not too distant future, we'll also get to socialize with a couple more and get to know some more people. And uh, yeah, so hopefully the boys will hit it off in a, in a way that they want to actually spend some more time together. And uh, yeah. that'll, be, that'll be in the not too distant future either when the weather plays along and then yeah good times I hope because uh, it's not just our kids that are seem to be suffering it's uh, it's a general thing we were actually read a blog post about a, a family that also immigrated a year ago but to Australia from South Africa but from a farm and uh, the mother a psychologist herself didn't realize what impact it was having on her children and uh, they actually caused physical illness but uh, it's all got to do with dealing with emotions and grieving and people experiencing things in different ways and at different times but um, again I, the, the interesting part that I took out of that was that the kids sort of live in the moment and they don't easily understand the future value of it. Well, why you've done what you've done. Yeah. So, as much as they might be unhappy now, with the current situation, obviously exhaust, exasperated by the COVID lockdown and whatnot, um, understanding hopefully soon that what we did was in their best interest and uh, will allow opportunities for them more so than uh, where they were. What he said. What I said. Okay. So I seem to do all the talking on this blog and she like pitches in from the side. So yeah, that's I think I think is a lining of a, a silver lining on the cloud, a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just gonna take a little bit of time. Um you know it happens in waves, I think. There's good days, there's bad days. I'm hoping now going into summer. That the weather will improve and, and that'll also lighten up the mood of the boys when somewhat. When the eventually arrives. So we're considering taking Kian to play tennis <clears throat> um, on Saturday. Hopefully it's not raining so that he can meet some more uh, South African commiserators and uh, <laughs> get out a little bit and play some tennis. And with Ethan, Klaus has found air cadets. Oh, he found it. Well... So he came across uh, some. Actually, did I find it? I think I found did something. Found it? I saw somewhere the article about air cadets. Oh, it was on Facebook. The okay. Milton Keynes um, South African group mentioned something. And I showed Ethan, and then he said, Yeah, there's two kids in his class that actually do it. You see, backstory Ethan, obviously, his dream is to become a pilot and. Uh, considering the the Air Force to to do it so that it's not too costly in terms of private um, tutorship or licensing so the air cadets seem to be uh, a good starting point for him to experience certain things so he sent me another link today for the website 
from one of his friends that's, that's involved. So we'll see if, uh, if he takes it up. Um, would be interesting. I've done an application for an inquiry. So we'll see how quickly they do come back to us and, and what happens there, but we'll let you know. But I think it's awesome because he gets opportunity to, as a cadet, to fly. They do outdoor adventure stuff. There's sporting, there's band, there's marching, there's... They iron their own clothes. Yeah, they, they have to, obviously it's, it's a military sort of organization. They put military in inverted brackets because it's not actual military and you're not um, forced to, to follow that route. This is purely for the youth at this stage. But they do try and structure discipline and responsibility and all of that in the kids. Check how excited the Germans get in. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets all kinds of opportunities, uh, like I said. It's like a, they talk about shooting, so they, they shoot weapons. And they get to do climbing and kayaking and hiking and camping and all those good things. I think secretly Klaus is living through his child. Well, they do, the, the, they do have adult volunteer options, so I'm wondering if he goes, I might do the same. <laughs> oh my gosh, a twofer. Yeah, twofer one. Everything here is twofer. You buy two and you get one free, or buy one and get one free. So yeah, that's, that's our exciting news up to now. Um, so I think the last question we need to pose the audience, depending on what time we, we're sitting on now, is uh, would you let your child get a tattoo this is sort of a bottle statement because <laughs> if you know us you'll know that both Laura and I have tattoos a lot of them some more than others <laughs> jealous much and uh, Ethan's now adamant. adamant that he wants to get a tattoo on his wrist and it's this talking about Norse mythology and he's big into this but like 2-3 weeks ago everything was Japanese and anime and this so uh, our concern is not that he wants one, but that his interest and stuff changed so rapidly. So, um, so that his that his interests changed so quickly, and uh, you know, it's it's a fad. And obviously, a, a tattoo is a permanent thing. So, we've had these talks before back in South Africa, and I've always maintained at least 21 until he does. Laura was like, nah, 18 is good. But now we're contemplating the, the 16 age. My, my theory is he is so hell-bent on getting one, right? That he's now going, he's, he's writing on himself in pen in terms of where he wants the placement and blah, 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 blah. That if we are adamant he cannot do it, he will find a way to do it. And it might be some dodgy backdoor tattoo parlor that doesn't care that about the age of the kid um, or the person coming for the tattoo. And uh, I don't know, I just think it could get messy. Whereas if he goes with us and he understands the risks and he sees the process and the needles and whatever, he might back out on his own. Oh, he might. <laughs> I'm playing the reverse psychology card here. Wishful thinking. Yeah, but uh, I'd far rather he has it done with one of us. And uh, it's small enough to cover one day if he ever wants to. Small enough to cover or small enough to remove. But, um, yeah, I don't know. At 16, they could actually leave school at this stage and 
gotten worse, but I don't know. Yeah, it's... Are we being responsible parents or irresponsible parents? <laughs> I think it's subjective, but um, yeah, it's like I said, it's a bit of a bottle statement. You're saying, nah, you can't get tattoos, but we both got. Look, I only got tattoos in my <laughs> mid 20s, so. Yeah, only after meeting me. I got my first tattoo with Diane. Yeah, when you were drunk. No, I wasn't drunk with my first tattoo. I'm sure you were. No, I was not. Second one? Maybe. <laughs> but my very first tattoo, I went with Diane, and I think I was 18. Possibly 19. So, yeah. But I got it in a place where no one ever knew I had it, so I could hide it. Your butt? On my butt. It will be a long stem rose one day. To tattoo or not to tattoo? <laughs> that is the question. Tattoo. 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 Alright, so we're leaving this one open-ended on that. Give us some feedback, why don't you? It would be nice to have some feedback uh, if you are taking the time to listen to this. Give us some interaction, guys. It's getting boring just having a one-sided conversation. Let us know how you feel and what you think about our ramblings. And, uh, yeah, if there's anything you want us to chat about, or if there's something else you want us to... If there's something you want to change, something you're missing, apart from the corny background music. <laughs> and the Hardy Dogs. I think we're going to change our background music to the Hardy Dog theme. <laughs> so there was a quickly before we close off uh, Laura found a post on Facebook again Jesus Facebook um, you kind of was, sound obsessed with social media yeah, well everybody is I'm sure that's how the world's working at this stage anyway there was a freaking dude having, doing a hardy door remix and I was in the kitchen and she's playing this and I swear I thought there was a hardy door in the garden but I didn't even flinch because I'm so used to the sound. I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. He, shed, then, a, he no. shed a tear. He shed a tear. Yeah. <laughs> you did. I didn't shed a tear. Oh, you shed a tear. You were like, oh, I miss them. <laughs> yeah, but there was no tear. I was like, oh, it's actually a sound I miss is what I said. <laughs> you shed a tear. Okay, fine. I shed a tear. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's actually, it's so real, the sound of it that uh, one certain things so. I mean I said later I said and I listened to it on my phone and Laura also thought there was a hardy dog in the garden <laughs> and then she shed a tear no I didn't shed a tear you shed a tear I did not shed oh, a tear you lost some gas <laughs> <laughs> I did neither of the above I neither okay alright so this is it we're ending off our ramblings we just passed halfway in our walk uh, it's now probably after 8. Yep, it's 11 minutes past 8. Sun's still shining. Am I still recording? Yes, I am, sure. Uh, sun's, well, sun's not out, but it's light. <clears throat> and uh, we're heading home. Yep. So good luck to Laura for tomorrow. You're going to ace it. You're going to be a champ. And uh, we've got all the faith in you. Go get him, cowboy. Yeehaw. Anyway, see you guys soon. Or listen, talk to you soon. You shall hear from us soon. And have a goodie. Goodbye. Goodbye.